Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Lund University International Podcast. On this show, we aim to give you a taste of what international student life at Lund is like, as we speak to current students, alumni, teachers, and many more special guests. My name is Maria Lindblad, and I am an international marketing manager and recruitment manager here at Lund University. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Lund University International Podcast. Uh, today, we're going to talk about something that hopefully none of our listeners ha have missed. Uh, this year, uh, a researcher, Professor Anne Hullier, uh, was awarded the Nobel Prize in Physics. And uh, she was awarded this prize together with two research uh, colleagues from other universities, Pierre Agostini from Ohio State and the United States, and Ferenc Krauts from the Max Planck Institute and Ludwig Maximilian University in Germany. And we are, of course, so proud of Anne here at Lund University. And we are going to talk a little bit about all the excitement around the day of the announcement and what's going on now. There is uh, a lot of uh, information, of course, in media. And I'm sure that all of you listeners have seen and heard multiple uh, interviews with Anne and about her research. But today we're going to take a slightly different angle and talk a little bit more about what happened behind the scenes, the big day of the announcement and, and what's going on now. And with me to talk about this today, I have Christina. Welcome, Christina. Thank you very much. Will you uh, please introduce yourself to the listeners, who you are and what you do here at Lund University? Yes, I work as a press officer, uh, and that means that I help researchers to communicate towards media and help media to find researchers. That's sort of the basic uh, uh, things I do. And uh, luckily, I share, for this uh, event <laughs> happening, I share my... Um, my time between the engineering faculty at Lunds Tekniska Högskola and the central uh, communications department. Mm. So I can only imagine that when the uh, Nobel Prize winners were announced, that was a busy day for you. Indeed. <laughs> a happy and a busy yeah. day. <laughs> can only imagine. So let's, let's go back all the way to the beginning. So uh, did you have any suspicion or thought about that maybe Professor Anne would pull this off this year? Uh, yes, there were some uh, uh, talks about this, but on the other hand, it's been talks for some years yeah. because she has been um, in the loop, kind of. and But it has been increased, let's say, from the last year, from my perspective. So last year, we had prepared a web thing that ah. she was winning. But then we didn't uh, obviously publish it. <laughs> uh, and the same thing goes for this uh, this year. So, uh, and personally, I was uh, sort of, I think it was unconsciously that because uh, you wanted her to win, but I, my colleague was watching the announcement because we always do that. We work with the press. We always try to find experts for the press. So we do that anyway. But so I wasn't really listening. But then I heard sort of the keywords when they said, uh, laser uh, at the second. And I said, oh! <gasps> <laughs> and I remember putting my hand on her shoulder, my colleagues, because she was just next to me, and I was screaming out in the room. 
<laughs> yeah, it's so interesting because there's so much speculation. Like, do you actually get any pre-information or not? And there's so much secrecy no, around. No, no, there's it. no. They are. It's very, very. Prof- I mean, professional. We don't know anything. Yeah. And I talked also to the closest colleague. They don't know anything about yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, and they also. I think her closest colleague. They had. They sort of also, of course, heard it. So they. No, they didn't know anything about it either. Wow, yeah. it's, it's really amazing. And I know that there was some speculation also in the news, like she was one of the sort of yes, shortlisted exactly. ones. And we had a meeting that same morning too, and we were like, no, nah, but it's not going to be this year. Like, no, because exactly. they had said, no, maybe not. So. It's like in the, you know, in the some in the noble, in the literature, the one who sort of speculates most, they don't get it. Yeah. But it may, it's not the same logic in this field. But yeah. still. That's, yeah, still. Mm. Um, so you had then some kind of maybe, but still. Still not enough to really like prepare a big thing, exactly. obviously. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. So what what could you sort of prepare in advance? Yes, what? what we did prepare, I just mentioned the the web and mm-hmm. notice that sort of we find we did find a good photo of her and text. <coughs> and so we prepared that, which we did last year as well. And uh, then for this year we also because we prepared a because my boss said, uh, be prepared, maybe, you know, so she's sort of also, uh, but she didn't, of course, either know anything. It was just like you said yourself, the speculations. And so we also started a group on teams with some sort of randomly people. But it was some people, a communi- communicator at the physics department, because we wanted to know where she was. Because oh, we yeah. sort of, we did plan that much. So we know, okay, if she get it, we want to be very quick and get an interview with her. Oh yeah, yeah. So we because that's the kind of thing we've been joking about for the years. You know, when you do this for Facebook or anything, just this quick answers question. And they said, let think we can do it when we win the Nobel Prize. And then we're always laughing. Ah, yeah, right. <laughs> so the no, this is true. So my colleague who worked with film, he prepared his little bag with a, with a, equipment. And uh, I found out that she was uh where she was having a class. Yeah. And the Rydbergsalen, it's called, from another prominent researcher long ago. And uh, so, yes, that yeah. was another preparation. The Teams group, which was enlarged enormously during the day, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Wow. That's a, so when it started getting closer to the hour, like 11.45-ish, mm. how were you feeling and where were you? Yes, I was, we had another group for a meeting and... So I was in the room and it was a good day for us because Tuesday, we were all there. The whole group was, on Tuesdays, we always all group uh, on place. So uh, maybe we would have been anyway because of this. Uh, But um, yes, as I said previously, I was sort of, didn't want to be, I was nervous as I didn't really want to listen at all, but my colleague was listening. So, uh, and then we were sort of having a really adrenaline rush. Yeah. Uh, Extremely. So (laughs) we (laughs) were <laughs> and then we were running around, and then we saw. Take, and Michael said, "Now we are uh, having a bicycle race up to Physiken. Oh. So we sit in the botanical garden. Oh yeah, so yeah. it's like it's not that long, but it's like still for a bicycle tour. So he, first he was riding first, yeah, and then I was passing him and riding quicker. So we had a race. <laughs> so you were racing, yeah, we were racing. To, to the department. Yeah. yeah, and two of us, me and another colleague, we were running up to Rydbergsalen. But she wasn't there. It was yeah. just all the students listening to the broadcast from the yeah. uh, KVA, as Kungliga Vetenskapsakademin. 
Uh, but uh, we were, and then he, he was finding, she was still in her room uh, having a press conference uh, oh, in Stockholm. Yeah, yeah. So she, the door was locked. Oh. Uh, so we, but we were waiting outside there. Yeah. And there were people, colleagues who were so happy yeah. coming and uh, <laughs> continue, and then also coming other journalists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I can say also working in another office here at Lund University, there was just celebrations everywhere. Everybody, mm. But we didn't really know what to do because we mm. didn't have an obvious role, but we were all so excited. We couldn't really work with anything else. We were just like, let's drink some champagne. Let's do something. And yes, everybody was just kind of ecstatic, but mm. we didn't really know how mm. to express it or yeah. what to do. Yeah. And also the management, from what I understand here at Lund University, Took took a race up to yes, <laughs> to yes they did yeah mm-hmm. to congratulate mm-hmm. another day mm-hmm. yeah and what happened then after you finally got a hold of her yeah then every, as you said uh, there were a lot of people didn't have a role but at our place many had a role so there was when I was at physics I can talk from my perspective uh, we made a quick interview and that was really good. Because that was sh- shared, I've sort of shared enormously on social yeah. media. Maybe you've seen it. The first moment, kind yeah. of, it's called, when she sort of stands and, and everybody's applauding. And then just some quick questions. And uh, we actually did it twice because we first, when she was opening door, I was sort of self, I was standing in inter- interview paying, and she was so shocked. Yeah. And so my colleagues said, we do it once more. So we did it actually twice, and that was much better. But we still have this spontaneous applause yeah. where people look so mood in their faces. So that was sort of our own um, thing. But then, we, of course, then was all it was about handling media. Mm. So it was uh, a very interesting day when international media is all they want to do is talk to. Uh, us that was sort of a yeah a, yeah yeah mm. and of course again this is nothing you can can prepare they're just, they just start calling and so how do you manage the actual day around that once you've had the press conference with Anne and like mm. you said media is calling they're emailing mm. there how, how do you how do you manage it how do you prioritize and how do you structure yeah, we, it was a good uh, teamwork uh, in our group because I we were some people at the physics at the physics department but then we organized a press conference uh, my colleague did uh, so we were very quick to put up uh, a time and we this read by Sal and we booked that uh, so we could have a meeting with her uh, there and so we sort of want tried to make media to come there and we also tried to establish a zoom link so international yeah. media could attend yeah. there were some technical uh, problems but it worked all over okay yeah yeah oh <laughs> quite the pressure there to, quite the pressure yeah. right yeah and what was the sort of follow-up after the press conference was uh, was Anne handling it herself or was it mainly you well I can just say and... first when she came out that she did some quick interviews yeah. just after um at the first of course in the COVID um the, in Stockholm and then she had lunch, and then there were some people running around after her when she went to this uh, press conference, and then she had a short intro, and then people asked questions. And then after that, we organized with a queue system for media, where we tried to give a preference for the big uh, international media, like BBC, Associated yeah. Press, and all these who were chasing her. Yeah. So we, it was a lot, lot of improvising, but I think 
We did it quite well. Yeah. So what did uh, what did uh, work now in hindsight? What worked well and what were the challenges or what didn't quite work in terms of the communication and press process around her? Yeah, there were some technical problems. So, But because we had, uh, um, we would love to have a better technical support uh, when it, on this short notice. Yeah. Uh, so, but it did, then it was good because there was other media live streaming. Um, so for them, their part, it worked. So that that could have worked better. And uh, also, we sort of, we didn't practice this press conference. So in if you are sort of, in Swedish, of course, we could have practiced. But as still, it's still difficult to practice with something that is sort of, you don't know if it's going to happen because then you can, it's like crisis communication. You can practice all day if you want for different yeah. crises. But then, so, so, but it's more to have a good collaboration and uh, be alert and agile mm. uh, so you can work it out. So, but I think we, we tried to, it was sort of prior, so that you, people could have time to talk to her, but not too long so that everybody have the share. And of course, we want to prioritize the in, big international media yeah. first. Yeah. Uh, and then there was another thing that she had booked, uh, another talk. It's a tradition that they have from Kovia, different talks. So we have to interrupt that a little bit to give uh, later on in the day so the BBC could have a live chat with her. Mm. Because for us, that was important. And uh, then I... Um, and But it worked out with uh, all the people in... Uh, I always say Kovia, but I just have, don't have the name now. Yeah, the Royal uh, Academy I, for Science. Can, I can yeah. add that yeah. I have a colleague who works with international media, and that's mm. not me. Mm. But uh, so we, I'm not the only one. So yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, But it's exciting to hear because obviously it's it's such a big university and it's a big, obviously a world mm. event, yeah. and just to coordinate that without preparation, basically. Yeah. Uh, and of course, in addition to press, there's a lot of other channels and. You know, the website you mentioned before and there's social mm -hmm. media and there's like other types of meetings and events and communication around that day. So it's really a lot to do of coordinating. It is. Uh, it is. Going on. It's like someone said, it's like a crisis communication. Yeah. Everyone is happy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's the opposite of a crisis communication. <laughs> and another very important part of the day, which was something, another thing that couldn't be planned and that was very unique uh, with with uh, Anne. Uh, at least I've never heard of or seen any other Nobel uh, award being announced and, and seen this. And that was the students. Yes. Because Anne was actually giving a lecture. Exactly. When this mm -hmm. was announced and her phone kept ringing and ringing and she didn't want to pick up in the middle of class. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he tried, <laughs> he had to try several times. <laughs> Until she actually went on mm -hmm. the break. Talk to us a little bit about the, the the student aspect and what that did for yeah. sort of the image, if you will, of the entire yeah. event. Uh, that's sort of a little bit besides me, but as as yourself, it's uh, for me, it was a lack of coincidence that she was actually teaching because you have teaching periods. Like there is some period she doesn't teach at all, uh, but for coincidence, she had this period now that she was teaching. And she loves teaching a student. That's sort of obvious to me and everybody else. This, this is uniquely very important, genuinely very important to her. And there has been shared also, as many people have seen on the, uh, social media, when people, when students were sort of streaming her action, she was so cool and just continued to do, re, uh, <laughs> to do uh, be a teacher. Yeah. And uh, I think that is fantastic and says a lot about her. And uh, but she she went a little bit earlier and they stayed. Yeah. And, uh, 
afterwards and then sort of really could guess what happened and yes it was did happen because they watched it on tv yeah exactly christina and i watched a clip here right before this recording of of, uh, one of the students had one of the students had filmed on their mobile phone and was trying to pressure her to say something and she went no i don't know anything you don't know anything (laughs) so uh but it was so charming i think many people to, to see her prioritizing the undergraduate class and really Mm. Uh, continuing on the lecture even mm. after such an announcement so that that really shows who she is mm. it does well. it does indeed yeah and, the, and even the students were saying that she must be one of the most humble people in it, the world that's sort of the key word to <laughs> yeah. her, apart from that she's like kind of a super intelligent and devoted to what she does as a very humble person. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's very, very, very interesting. So I can only assume that Anne has been congratulated from many different uh, people. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, yes, I. she has sort of... I met her like some days after and she said, no, I've answered 800 mails or oh. something. <laughs> yes. wow. so, well, so there were, there were people from all over the world also contacted us and many contacted her directly. So and. Uh, to solve this, all this media, uh, sort of, we the, her closest uh, colleagues were very important, who sat the room next doors. So they did also done a great job to sort of uh, answer questions for media, looking interviews. So they also been in sort of a press officer in a way, mm-hmm. sort of, because they it's none of us are clo- working. Uni- the university is so big, yeah, we don't work yeah. close to the research yeah. in that way, yeah. But, uh, so that was a good uh, cooperation also with yeah. his, uh, her colleagues. Yeah, yeah. and even her, job. even her husband was exactly. asking a lot of yeah. questions. Yeah, he did a lot of. They've been home with their homes, <laughs> so the TV and everyone to be uh, interview. Yeah, interview yeah. them um, from yeah. Sweden and other places in the world. Mm. Yeah, and uh, Anne is uh, originally from France, so mm-hmm. I, know, I know that also there was uh, on the Swedish television they were saying that even the French president had Excellent. called in his congratulations yes. and so on. So <laughs> very yeah. they were standing up in the there and applauding in the yeah. parliament. Yes, <laughs> for her and also uh, the other one, uh, yeah, Agostini, who they were colleagues. I exactly, think, they, they they worked together in France before mm. and moved to Sweden and to Lund. Uh, well, obviously, the the celebrations continue in different mm-hmm. formats. That was the, the day of the announcement. Now, as we record this, uh, we are in early December. And uh, as you listeners, I'm sure, are aware, the big Nobel ceremony and the dinner happens on the 10th of December, which is this upcoming Sunday. By the time we, we um, launch this episode, it will have happened already. Mm-hmm. But uh, talk to us a little bit about the the excitement and the continued sort of vibe around the Nobel yeah. Prize. Yeah, because everybody wants to make this as a shared moment in a way, as all, and also include the students, so it's not like a VIP thing. Uh, and uh, and my faculty, the engineer, where she, co- uh, where she comes from also, is they have a, a big sort of festive thing next week mm-hmm. uh, with um, a talk with also Agostini, Pierre Agostini, and uh, with some celebrations afterwards. So that's sort of a make... It's a good opportunity to make sort of uh, inclusive thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it's also in line with her humble personality, I mm-hmm. think, because the, the proudness is there anyway, sort of, to be there. And uh, so that's happened. And um, 
And like there's been celebration with her colleagues, obviously, with her closest. But that's sort of their thing, kind of. Mm. So there is, uh, and we have a sort of once for all try to explain her research yeah. very thoroughly. <laughs> it's not so easy <laughs> yeah, for us layman to understand. No, it's yeah. not easy, but uh, yeah. Um, and it's a part of our work, but normally we don't do that all the time for all the research groups. But now we had, uh, and that's also another thing we should have prepared. We said because uh, we could have done that before. Yeah, uh, a really good, nice presentation. Because there, of course, we have written about research yeah. before, but not this sort of really ex- super explainer mm, mm. Uh, with good pictures and everything. Yeah, so that was a yeah, technical uh, message. And it is, as you're saying, it's coming out now in a lot of different formats. There are live streams of lectures happening. Mm. And uh, so that that part of it is finally getting explained. Yeah. <laughs> so now yeah. it's more trying to enjoy here the continued um, celebration. And we also have students going to the Nobel mm. dinner. Um, so that is also a tradition to mm. let the students take part of this that since is. it is a science yeah. Uh, event. Yeah. So, and of course, the royal family and a mm-hmm. lot of other VIP guests. That's, that's so. true. That's a big, big party. Which some people at home, you know, this this is for the international yeah. listeners. They sort of watch this. Uh, yeah, at home. it's going to be live. And also in kindergarten, yeah. they sort of dress yeah. up and yeah. <laughs> have a big dinner, <laughs> and the teachers are dressed up like the king in yeah. the service. So. <laughs> and to our international listeners, the uh, the actual ceremony will be live streamed, and it is usually available worldwide. Actually, for mm. some time after. So, when you're listening to this, uh, you can probably Google the live stream of the of the Nobel uh, Award ceremony. And at the beginning of the dinner, they they don't live stream the whole thing, but a part of it anyway. So so that's exciting and coming up. Um, Another thing I wanted to talk to you about, Christina, was obviously this is a unique thing and this was a very special occasion, but it's not that Lund University hasn't had anything to do with Nobel Prize winners (laughs) before. Uh, We uh, have uh, obviously previous... um, Winners who have either studied at Lund or done their research at Lund or worked at Lund for some time. Um, So even though this is the first sort of official Nobel Prize that was awarded uh, a researcher while being here at Lund, we do have others that have had a connection. And I know there's even one building here in Lund uh, where there's a sign outside saying that Three Nobel Prize winners have done their research in this building. So, um, so we have some other um, Nobel yeah, that's uh, right. winners as well that are connected mm-hmm. to us. So can you tell us a little bit about that? They, that's true, because uh, researchers are movable, you don't say yeah. in English, and that's how it should be. <laughs> sort of. Yes, that's true. There were, we have Arvid Karlsson. Uh, he was uh, um, having a Nobel Prize in medicine or year 2000 mm-hmm. and he did his uh, PhD in Lund but he moved to Gothenburg and got his Nobel Prize there. yeah yes another one is Sune Kobayström he got the Nobel Prize in medicine as well but in 1982 and uh, but he was a professor in Lund before that uh, in um, phys- physiological chemistry mm-hmm. so but then he moved to Stockholm and Karolinska uh, and where he got the prize Bad yeah. luck for us, but good luck for them. Yeah. <laughs> and another one is Manne Sigban. He was uh, he got the Nobel Prize in 1924. Mm-hmm. And he was a professor of physics in Lund. But two years before 
he got the Nobel Prize. He was a professor in Uppsala. So with this, we could actually, we could have had four Nobel Prizes. Yeah. In yeah. a way, we could pretend. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And maybe there are even more if we look at the students yeah, as but, well. But, but, but seriously, yeah. this is, uh, I think it's, um, so it's kind of fair that we got one now, in a way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well deserved to uh, Professor Anne, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, many more to come, hopefully. So We hope, uh, yes. Ho- hopefully some of you listening will come here and study and do your research and uh, award us some more Nobel Prizes yes. in the future. We're, of course, going to get back to the Nobel Prize many times. I'm sure there will be other podcast episodes. Hopefully, we will even get to interview Anne one day. She's quite busy at the time, obviously, Mm -hmm. but maybe when things have calmed down a bit, we can get her on the pod or somebody, uh, some of her colleagues, at least, to to tell us even more. Uh, But is there anything else that you want to add that we haven't talked about now, Christina? No, but I hope all the listeners will be inspired mm-hmm. at the possibilities of research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. To mm-hmm. all our future Nobel Prize exactly. winners. Well, thank you so much uh, for listening in on this episode about the behind the scenes of the Nobel Prize. And we will surely get back to this topic again. So thank you very much. Thank you. Christina. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Lund University International Podcast. If you're interested in learning more about Lund University, you can go to our website, lunduniversity.lu.se. You can also follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and you can chat with current students on Unibuddy. Don't forget to subscribe. We look forward to bringing you a new episode very soon.